Welcome to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast, a deep dive into biblical leadership with pastor and author, Dr. Gerald Brooks. Hi, this is Gerald Brooks. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and I just want to take a moment and say happy holidays to all of you and a Merry Christmas. We're celebrating the greatest story that's ever been told, that when we couldn't go up there, he decided to come down here. I pray that wherever you are, that as a leader, you're beginning to uh, just uh, pronounce and proclaim that great value of the fact that God loves us so much that when we couldn't get to heaven, God decided to come down here on earth. That being said, I want to encourage you that uh, one of the things that leaders do is they gift resources. Leaders know that when they put in another leader's hands resources, that it opens up the possibilities for that leader to begin to expand and grow. We have so many resources uh, at my webpage, GeraldBrooksMinistries.com. Just the number of books that I've written, just the number of uh, uh, literally flash drives that I've done that are just filled with content. I want to encourage you that if you know a leader, give a leader the gift of content give them resources. And so my newest book uh, is is out there. I think it would be a prolific book for pastors to teach. Uh, I just want to encourage you, if you will, to go to my webpage. Hey, I was thinking this week about John 14, verse 6. In John 14, in verse 6, it says this, I am the way, the truth, and the light. I am the way, the truth, and the light. I was thinking about how Jesus literally used that metaphor of light repeatedly to describe what he wanted to do on this thing called planet Earth, that he literally wrapped himself in the concept of saying, I am the light. I am the light. He not only wrapped himself in it, but then he delegated it and he said, and you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Jesus knew that light always attracts. Jesus knew that there is an attractive quality within light that draws people to it, that people, whether uh, intentionally, unintentionally, there is the instinct of being drawn to light. Light draws you. So I want to take a moment. I want to talk to you about leading when the lights are on leading when the lights are on. So let me just give you a couple of thoughts. Thought number one is this, light is the ultimate measurement. Light is the ultimate measurement. If you want to measure something ultimately in this universe, in this particular sphere of life, then you measure it by light. Light is the ultimate measurement. Here's what we know. We know that the speed of light is more than 186,000 plus miles per second. 186,000 miles 
per second. Now, here's what we know in the physics of light. The closer you get to that speed, the more time becomes irrelevant. So the closer you get to the speed of light, you get to that 186,000 per second kind of light speed uh, that literally time isn't relevant any longer. See, at the speed of light, you see everything clearly. That's what we know just in the very nature of Einstein's theories of, of what this particular uh, world is, what our universe is. The closer you get to that speed, everything becomes clear because at the speed of light, you see the past, the present and the future. Now, I know that, man, I'm just blowing some of your mind right now, but this is why it says that Ezekiel saw the wheel. And when it says in the Old Testament that Ezekiel saw the wheel, it was a reference to God at the center of light, the speed of light, being able to be able to see the past the present and the future all at the same time. Just imagine that. What Ezekiel's seeing is he's seeing God sitting in eternity. He's seeing him as the centerpiece of light, that all light is being compelled and forced out from him. And it's at that particular point that he can see the past, he can see the present, and he can see the future. That's why it says Ezekiel was in the will. Ezekiel saw the will that from that perspective, you see everything equally well. So let's translate this from Nerdsville. I know some of you are saying, wow, I didn't realize I was jumping on board this train today. But let's take this concept of the speed of light, that if you match the speed of light, that basically time stops, you can see the past, the present, and the future. And let's take that from just Nerdsville and to the function of leadership. To lead, you have to lead in every possible time zone. You have to lead in every possible time zone. What that means is, is that a leader has to lead in the past because most people have a past. They have a past. Their organization has a past. We get thrown into it all the time. Well, this is the way we've always done it. Well, if you would have been here back then, you would have known what is that? The past, the present. Well, these are the problems we have today. Don't talk to me about yesterday. We've got to deal with today. And then it's not only the past and the present, but the future. So as a leader... A leader has to lead in the past, in the present, and in the future. So how does a leader do that? They learn from the past. What are the lessons from yesterday I need to know? 
They manage the present. What are the things I need to do today? And they lead for the future. How do I make the future better? So as a leader, you get to be in the center of the will. Now, you don't get to see clearly the past the way God does. You don't get to see the present the way God does and the future the way God does. But you do get to lead. And so you learn from the past. What are the key lessons? You're not bound to the past. You're not imprisoned to the past. You are not entrapped by the past. But you do learn from the past. You manage the present. What is it that you need to do today to be able to accomplish what needs to be done? And then you lead for the future. How do I make tomorrow better? Now, God's the only one that sees totally clearly in all three dimensions. He's the only one that lives at the speed of light. Because he is light. But every leader can learn to walk in the light as he is in the light and can learn from the past, manage the present, and lead for the future. So, number one, light is the ultimate measurement. Because when there's light, You see the past and you learn from it. You manage the present and you prepare for the future. Those three things. Lesson number two, light brings transparency. Light brings transparency. I think we've all had the experience of getting up in the middle of the night. It's dark and we're going to maybe the kitchen or some other room, and we don't see an object that's been left on the floor. Well, because of the darkness, there's not full transparency. But if you flip on that light, all of a sudden things you could stumble over, you don't stumble over because the light brings transparency. So what is good And an unlit area is revealed in the light. So let me illustrate it this way. Years ago, years ago, remember when we used to dress up and you used to have to have a shirt and tie and a jacket to go to work? Oh, thank God that we've been freed from that. But years ago when we used to do that, there would be times when I would go out to lunch. And when I would go out to lunch, I must admit, sometimes there would be spillage and I would spill something. So here I am in my nice suit and I have this tie on and I drop something on it, a little speck of something. Well, the restaurant's not well lit. So what I do is this. I immediately dab a napkin in the water, I began to work on the spot. Now, in the restaurant, I look down and it looks good. But then I have to get up and go to the restroom. When I go to the restroom, 
the lights on in there and I realize, hey, I've made a little bitty spot here and I work a little bit more, but the light in the restroom, I feel like I've done a good job. But then I finish my meal and I go out into the light of day and all of a sudden I see this giant blob on my tie. Why? What was good in one light was not good in the next light and it wasn't good in the next light. So here's what we learn. As a leader, can you stand up to the test of the light? The brighter the light, the more your life is going to be seen. Can you stand up to the scrutiny test that comes when the light is on you? So you're sitting there and in one light you look good, man, I really look good. No problem. Then you go into another room where there's different light. Oh my goodness. I need to work on this. And then you go into the full light, the light of day. My goodness. I have made a total mess. I've made a total mess. But that's why in Psalm 139, 23 and 24, it says, search me, O God, and try me and show me if there's any wicked way. Only light, God is light, can bring transparency to issues that need to be seen. So when we look at leading in the light, number one, light's the ultimate measurement. It gives you the past, the present, and the future. But light also creates an awareness and transparency. And so things that we don't see begin to be seen when we are in the light. Number three, leaders are to amplify the light. It's interesting that in Genesis chapter one, we have this creative moment where God's creating everything and bringing order to everything that we see in this world. But one of the things that says, and there will be a greater light and the lesser light Now, what we know is we know it's talking about the sun and we know that the sun shines and the moon reflects that particular light. Here's the thing. Leaders are to be reflective of the light in the way the moon reflects the light that shines from the sun. We are to reflect the light of God that shines from him. See, people can't see God, but they can see us. For some people, you are the closest look at God they've ever had. Let that sink in. For some people, you are the closest look at God some people have ever seen. So I want to give you just the acronym 
light. How does that play out? How do we reflect the light? Here we go. The L stands for love. Every time we show a loving attitude, we reflect God in meaningful and powerful ways. Love is the ultimate disposition of how you begin to communicate God. I, integrity. When we become people of integrity, we create an environment where people say, I can trust them. But we're also saying they can trust God. Because they can trust God in us. So L, love, they begin to feel God. Integrity, they begin to see God. The G stands for goodness. They begin to experience God. So you have Love, they begin to feel God. Integrity, they see God. You have goodness, they begin to feel God. And you have heaven, the H, they begin to be drawn to God. And then you have the T, trust, they trust in God. So as a leader... When we love, have integrity, goodness, focus on heaven, and trust in God, we create the light of God for others. Three things about leading in the light. The light is the ultimate measurement because God is light. Light is the ultimate revealer. It shows things that would not be seen any other way. And leaders are to amplify the light. I hope this helps you. During the Christmas season, there's lights everywhere. But everything that happens during the Christmas season is to be reflective of what is to happen every day The greatest light show that ever occurred was at Christmas when the angels came down and the glory of God filled the heavens. Every day, we are to be reflective of the glory of God. Again, if you're a leader, help another leader. Give them a gift. Could you give them a book? Could you give them a flash drive? You can go to my webpage, GeraldBrooksMinistries.com, and you can find a whole lot of resources that I think would be helpful. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast. If you'd like more information on Dr. Brooks's books, audio, or speaking engagements, please go to GeraldBrooksMinistries.com.